Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. I hate yeah, that's great. When I have ideas that bite me, not only in the ass. This bit you. This bit me in the balls. This bit me in the dick. This bit me in the fucking nipples. Why are you so vulgar? <sighs> You've heard nothing yet today. You've heard nothing. So this wrap it up series, this is our next episode in our wrap it up series, which was, yes, your idea. One of the few things that you've contributed to this show. And how can you it's turn your mouth corners? Nothing but to terrible tell. for you. What are, what are the movies that we've watched in this wrap Mama up Mia series? 2. Mamma Mia 2. Frozen, Frozen 2. 2. Amazing Spider-Man 2. It's okay. I'm getting my vindication with the next one, and that's fine. I'll take it. I I have thick skin. Thankfully, I don't. I, I apparently don't have thick ears or thick eyes, to where I can get Just through. Weird. Hey, I'm old thick eyes mullet. <laughs> like, that's so. Funny. That's old thick eyes. He's lived here in old Silvertown for about forty years. So fucking weird. Old thick eyes. You know him. He can see everything. It's May 1st, 2020. If you're new here, despite Samantha just jumping five steps ahead on what we're doing today, what we normally do is watch random movies from our massive movie collection. Yawn in the middle of this podcast. Yeah, I'm really fucking tired. If we talk, did we talk about your insomnia recently? Uh, I have the opposite. Briefly mentioned. I have the opposite. I just can't fall asleep. Well, that's a form of insomnia. Around like eleven o'clock, like you'll be like, I go to bed. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll be in a minute. And like, Like I three and a half hours later. No, no, no. Like you stumble into the shower. I stumble in at like twelve, twelve thirty, and then I get in bed, and I'm like. I think I'm still fucking awake. I think it's because you've started taking a shower. I think the shower is probably what the problem is. But that doesn't make that like. I have, like, normally, before any of this, I think it's just, like, like the wake up in the morning. Like, I wake up, and I don't get ready for work. I, like, I wake up, I put a shirt on, I brush my teeth, and then I'm at work. And that's only on a good day that you brush your teeth. True. It actually is very true. Um, yeah, I brush I'm my aware. Teeth. I brush my teeth, like, later on in the day sometimes if I, like, go to the bathroom. Um, <laughs> but, but only uh, if you go to, the go to the bathroom. If I got to pee... <laughs> fuck it. Stank. That's old stink mouth mullet over there. Um... So I like, so, so I can sleep till like seven forty five because I have to be on my computer at eight. But um, but I haven't even like fall asleep on the couch. Like normally, what would end happen in situations if I'm sitting here editing, if I'm sitting here like watching TV, if I'm sitting here just like jerking off, jerking off, like whatever it is, like I'll sleep on the couch with your dick in your hand, right? <laughs> and then ever, it's weird. Have you ever fallen no. asleep with your dick no. in your hand? That'd be so weird. No. No, maybe my balls, but not my dick. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nothing. Like, I'll be sitting here, I'm like, all right, well, I should get up and go to bed. And so, then I try, and then I 
Uh, I play this game. I play this game daily. Um, <laughs> You're just making yourself sound really fucking weird. So I think the problem is that you're taking showers at night. You're not in a normal routine that you're in, but it is a form of insomnia because I guess. it's when I wasn't sleep, like I wasn't sleeping, like mm-hmm. I wasn't falling asleep or I was like falling asleep for an hour and then yeah. I was waking up and not being able to go back to sleep. Well, then also there've been things so like last night and I was like in a, in a conversation with Tope and like, I just couldn't get out of oh, it. Oh yeah. Hey, fuck you, Tope. But Stopping then him from sleeping. But then there's a night's like, I find, I'll find like this YouTube channel and I was like, oh man, like I want to watch like nine of these videos. I'm going to, I'm just going to fucking do it now. Or like, I'm like making good progress on like converting the retro diaries I'm doing for Podswoggle. And I'm like, well, I can do one more. And then but I'm no, like, but motherfucker. <laughs> like, I just keep doing So it's things. your own fault. It very much is. You need to just, you, you need to just stop I, being an asshole. How's it being an asshole? You're an asshole to yourself. <laughs> That's going to be the end of your conclusion. Period. So you're just an asshole. You're so just an old asshole mullet over old here. Old asshole mullet over there. Let me tell you, it uh, gapes and gapes and gapes. Um, um, I think that you just need to shut down and not uh-huh. be on your computer or your phone or any electronics the past, and you just need to chill the fuck out. The past two nights, I'm directly blaming what we were about to talk about, however, for that. Cool. We didn't watch these the last two nights, so... Yeah, we did. We watched, uh, nope. we watched Pitch Perfect nope. 3 on Wednesday. Today is still Friday. Right. And, and then the other watched, one we watched on Monday. I'm just so, talking about the whole overall oh, experience. Oh, okay. I Even mean, though it's we really, watched them like two days of, two days ago and then two days ago. I don't want to get into specifics, but it's more one than the other that is that is bothering me. Um, you bother me all the time, so. This is why you haven't slept for 13 years. Anything else going on? Everyone's still got COVID. I mean, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you mm-hmm. on that. Yeah, everyone still has coronavirus, and I still have to go to work every day. It's a great life. Yeah, I sit here and work in quotes um yeah we know i mean you could have said that reg- even if you were going to the office every day uh looking, you don't on, do looking shit. for toys on instagram yeah uh, exactly i don't know how our toy collection has grown more since you started working from home shops are closed instagram ain't closed people can still go to that post office <laughs> blah, 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 blah. um i haven't really watched anything this week of note I know, we're Little watching movies. the Jordan I, documentary. I was, yeah, I was going really to watch the it. Beastie Boys documentary today, and I just oh, got stuck watching... You had your dick in your hands. No, I wasn't sleeping. Um, is that Maybe soda from, like, today that you have over yeah. there? Is it still cold? I mean, there's nothing in it. Okay, it's fine. Yeah. No, I just had a bad taste in my mouth, and I was like, I don't feel like getting up and getting water. The microphone's up there, you fucking idiot. Stop! Yeah, Stop squirting all over the fucking... There's a sip. Here, drink it. I don't it. want it. Drink it. No, that's, damn, that, that's not a sip. That's your All stupid... Right. That's not a sip for you either. That's like dropping a atom into the Grand oh. Canyon. But you know what? Huh? I can go drink that other soda in the fridge if I wanted to, because <laughs> I'm not on a diet. Fucking bitch. You know what you can do? You can read both the backs of the box right now, because I read two in a row because I felt bad Bridge on the River Choir was on my phone, and I still didn't fuck up. So we watched Pitch Perfect two and three in our wrap it up series. We went back. I already said all of this. You didn't do it well. I went back and uh, looked at every every uh, film series that we own that we have not completed. We are completing, so we're at a full a full slate, a full roster of those. Uh, Pitch Perfect one we watched back in twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen. This podcast infancy. 
412. 2015? 2015. Nice. Well, we watched Pitch Perfect 2 on 427. We watched Pitch Perfect 3 on 429, the worst day of my life. Go ahead and... It could have been worse. It could have been 427. <laughs> Woo! That was close. 427 is our wedding anniversary. Uh, we didn't do much of anything. Worst day of my Except life. We watched Pitch Perfect 2. Worst day of my life. And we played some, we played some fun games. I'm looking forward to... Oh, man, we're hanging I, out with people tomorrow night. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. F- well, like hanging out with people over Zoom. <laughs> Fuck you guys who are hanging out with me. I, I want to play more of the networks. I know. Anyway, we watched Pitch Perfect 2 and Pitch Perfect 3. Go ahead and read uh, read Pitch Perfect 2 if you want to read Pitch Perfect 3 now. <coughs> or do you want to wait, talk about Pitch Perfect 2 and uh, go Pitch Perfect 3? Can you just shut up? Can you just stop talking? I, anything to avoid you talking. Pitch Perfect 2. Hilarious and heartwarming, says Joel Amos, moviefanatic.com. You fucked that up. No, I didn't. Amos. Amos. It's Amos. Amos. <laughs> it's not Amos. Potato, potato. It's no, a- it's... It's Amos. Alexa, what is... The, who plays the dad in Coming to America? But you can't... Hmm, I'm not sure. No, but you can't say... You can't say stuff like that. I've never heard anybody called Amos. It's Amos. It's his last it's name. It's not like it's, it's first Amos. Name. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Alexa, who is the star of the show Good Times? Good Times stars include Jermaine Dupuy, Ralph Carter, and Bernadette Stanley. I'm thinking the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> I get it back. So no, fuck you don't. You, fuck you. No. Becca, Anna Kendrick, Fat Amy, Rebel Wilson... And the Barden Bellas are back to pitch slap the world. I have to be careful of those because those are going to mess me up. After a scandal threatens to derail their last year at Barden, the three-time defending champs worry that they've lost their harmony for good. With one chance left at redeeming their legacy, they must face off against the toughest competition on the planet. German supergroup Das Sound Machine and fight for their right to win at the World Championships of Acapella. It will take the power of sisterhood to find their voice and see what it takes to be the world's top pitches. So you still almost fucked something up there, but hold on. Uh, Alexa, who played James Evans on the show Good Times? I mean, it's so different. And, uh, so, so then you can't kind of guess me because she said it completely. Yours too. is blatantly wrong. It's not. How's this spelled? A M, which is pronounced Am, uh-huh. and then O S, which is Amos. Amos. <laughs> it's never been Amos. Never, never, ever. Pitch Perfect Three. Just reading both now. She's gonna do your taxes, Ness. Oh, there are no reviews on it. Trust me. I know. I was looking. Now graduated from college, realizing it takes more than acapella to get by. Hang on. There's some chutzpah on the box. No, it's just a label. Yeah. I couldn't see it. Um, All the Bellas return in the final chapter in the beloved series. After the highs of winning the world championships, the Bellas find themselves split apart and discovering there are no job prospects for making music with only your mouth. thought that was going to be something completely different. But when they get the chance to reunite for a European USO tour, 
This group of awesome nerds will come together to make some music and some questionable decisions one last time. All right, so one. No. That is, I can't let you off the hook for that. That is blatant. Half of one. Half of one? It's not going to make a difference. It's true. If you're wondering why I'm fighting this so much, uh, every 50 episodes we have a competition is who fucks up reading the back of the box more. Uh, and Samantha is down, I don't even know how many of this points, five, six, something like that. Yeah, and this is episode 291. So yeah. So I would need to fuck up at least once on every box for the rest of the time. Yeah, yeah, because I'm down six. Oh, no, you're done then. Unless I fuck up multiple times in, in yeah, a box. So. Yeah, so you're, you are very So I'm not even going to give myself anything for that. We're going to see if you fuck up six times. I get a and pass. And if you don't, you best believe I remember fucking Joel Amos. Okay, just like how I remember how you cheated uh-huh. in the last round. because yeah, I was down and I couldn't win. So you cheated. And That's I, what you resorted to. And I owned to. up to it. You're trying to cheat you right only, now. You only owned up to it. You only owned up to it because you felt guilty. Mm-hmm. I feel no guilt about you fucking up Joel Amos and trying to be like, no, don't have me down seven. That's Amos. 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 Nobody. Famous Amos. The cookies. It's Amos. It's spelled exactly the fucking same. How do you pronounce W-I-N-D? D- say again. W-I-N-D. How do you pronounce that word? Wind or wind. Right. So two things could be spelled the same Not but every... pronounced differently. Oh, like my first name is Chris or Shirsh. No. Every fucking name doesn't have multiple pronunciations. That's not true. It's definitively how do you, Amos. How do you pronounce S-T-E-P-H-E-N? Stefan or Steven. How do oh, you... Oh! So that's exactly oh. what you just said isn't true? Oh. Shut I, the fuck up. I You're said such every an name. idiot. I said every name. You're such a dumbass. I didn't say, oh, hey, hey, this one name. You can't say like this. I'm Snagglepuss. <laughs> you know, because it's Samantha and Samantha. No, it's fucking Samantha. There's no other way to say it. Just like there's no other way to say fucking emos. These movies fucking suck. My asshole. That's why I'm so angry. Because I have to now spend the next hour of my life discussing this. Cool. I've had to spend the last 13 years of my life. Yeah, so trust in me. In your vicinity. I have, I have bent, pent up aggression and anger that I'm going to get out now on Pitch Perfect 2. I really And Pitch can't Perfect stand 3. You. So, Pitch Perfect 1. Great, fantastic comedy. Got an eight point seven five on this podcast. Back when we watched it, it's excellent. Part of something that I'm deeply regretting about the wrap it up series is the fact that we are watching nothing but sequels. And traditionally speaking, sequels aren't good, or are worse than their predecessor. And there has been not a good one in the bunch so far that we've done this year. In your opinion. In my opinion. In your opinion, which is the wrong opinion. But the worst offender so far has undoubtedly been But these are hailed as the greatest, like, musical sequels. Pause. Time out. Who? 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 I read something. John Emus? 
That's not even how I said it. I'm just making and, up. I mean, it's yeah, good seven, gonna, seven definitions of it. But if you're going to do it, at least do it correctly, you stupid ass. Please tell me who's hailed this as the best. I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. I didn't say that they hailed it as the best. I said that they were successful sequels. Oh, so there's a difference between success and quality. There's a fucking difference. Transformers movies make a billion fucking dollars. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that they're good. It we means haven't that done they're them yet on the podcast. You can't say that. You can't say that yet. We'll do Bumblebee because Bumblebee's supposed to be good. Unless all of a sudden we have all the other ones in our... Cool. Well, you enjoy owning those and I'm going to go look for an apartment. Oh, good. Um, we saw Like right now? We saw Pitch Perfect Get the fuck out. We saw Pitch Perfect 2 in theaters because... I am partially to blame because I'm like, oh, the first one's good. I am a sucker and I have faith in things. Um, which, which is, is why how we I'm ended married. up in this yeah. relationship. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you're yeah. so original. <laughs> My God. Everyone knew you were going to say that. Look at me with a straight face and tell me that you enjoyed both these movies and both these movies are good. I enjoyed both these movies and both these movies are good. You are a fucking crazy person. I don't know how you just found that are out. Are you serious? You're serious. You liked watching both of these. I liked watching both of these. More specifically, I liked watching me. You watch both you like of me these. being tortured by these. Mm -hmm. So let's start with two. Let's start with two, because I can get through two probably pretty quickly. So two is not a good movie. It's not at all. I don't think it's bad. I think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. I think you just have a hard-on for Skylar Aston, and you were just upset that he got cut out mostly of this movie and then wasn't even in the that's third one. That's such a random that's... thing to pitch my tent because to. I remember... That's the wrong turn of a phrase. <laughs> Is it? Is it? Because I remember distinctly... I distinctly remember that you fought hard for him to be MVP no, over I did Anna not. Kendrick. No, I did not. You were... All about your memory, him. Your memory sucks. You don't know how to turn left or right on a street to know where you're going. So you don't fucking know what my opinion was five years ago. Okay, so what was your opinion five years ago? Anna Kendrick is hot and I want to do her and she was a good actress and pitch perfect. That was my opinion. I said Skylar Aston was probably a close second. That's just what I said. I said that you wanted him to be MVP. <laughs> it's not... It's just what you said. You suck. You suck. Um, this movie suffers from such sequelitis, it is insane. Don't get that bat. Don't touch it. I'm not getting the bat. You don't know me like I know you, so you could shut up. Oh, you I got your, my... your cool notes, man? Yeah, that's my Christmas notebook. Where's your Christmas notebook next to the couch? I mean, I it's I... May. Maybe I already have stuff you don't. purchased for you, you don't. and I'm returning it. This movie suffers from such sequelitis. It's insane. You have to add new characters that are totally pointless. You have to make everything bigger and and badder and oh. better in its opinion. My notebook's in the bedroom. Oh, darn. Um, right from the acapella Universal Studios intro, I was like, oh, I'm so annoyed already. Ah. I don't remember the first one had it. I don't think that it did. Um, and then you go right into... Uh, Elizabeth Banks and John Michael Higgins, who are I I love still these commentators. I if love I had to pick one thing dynamic. I can deal with, it, I like their dynamic in the second one, 
I, we have to kind of cross over if we're going to be comparing these movies. I can't talk about Pitch Perfect right now. Okay, so I like their dynamic in this, in the, in that one. They John Michael Higgins always has some great lines, and he's going to be in my MVP conversation for both movies. Um, but it's the law of diminishing returns. Sure. From the first joke into the the rest, they really are just kind of offensive and and. Sure. Totally unnecessary. It's like, oh, let's. Well, how do we explain this? Oh, they're the they're the acapella national committee. Oh, of course they are. Oh, they're making a documentary. Of course they are. Like, you wouldn't have lost anything if those characters just weren't in the movie. Wasn't necessary. Um, the problem I have with both movies, if I can can speak to them as a whole, is that there is nothing musically that is even close to anything that happens in the first movie. For the exception, in Pitch Perfect 2, of Das Sound Machine, who is fantastic... They're really great. And are never worse than the Bellas, ever. That final performance is... I, I won. I, love, I loved their mashup, but I thought it was so clever that they... Mashed up two songs when that's like what the Bellas were known for. Their last performance is so amazing. much better than fucking Flashlight, which is cheating as well because oh, let's just bring up all these old bitches who aren't part of and let's do a, the group original song an original song, song which they make a big deal out of later on. Oh. Well, all the ends of these movies make sure to make a point that everything we've learned about uh, the characters and who they are as people and what their group means is a bunch of horse shit at the end. Oh, can't do original songs. It's all about covers and all about the spirit of the music. No, fuck, let's do an original song and bring all these. Bring, let's bring back Robin Roberts and fucking Lana. Yeah, that'll put asses every 18 fucking inches. You're just mad Lana's there. Because she's horrible and worthless. Shoot. What? What don't you have? I know, I just remember. I do know that Skylar Aston was nominated for Should Have Been MVP for Pitch Perfect. Uh-huh. It was probably by you. I, I think it was by me. And so Let me see I, the nominees. I can tell you exactly. I have well, no, memory. I don't have them all written down. That's I didn't start How do you actually, have them all written down? How do you have him written down, not the rest well, of them? Well, because I started keeping track afterwards. For this one, I just did my own. Oh, see, so it's, it's so definitely own. yours. Well, no, because see, some of them I put S's and C's next to them. And then I didn't have a lot of room because I didn't know we were doing so many. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh... And then in the third movie, which again, I don't, I don't want to really get into. Oh, get the third one. Never mind. The third one's even more egregious at this. Um, don't look at my notes. The end of it. I'm never. I'm not going to look at your notes. I don't care. Um, but all of the everything that was good about the first one is just stale and tired in this one. The riff off. How are we going to make the riff off better? Oh, the Green Bay Packers. How are we going to make the competition bigger and better? They're at a national stage, international competition. How are we going to um, get them to come together? They go to a fucking retreat. Like, Can I ask you a question? What? This is a movie about acapella singing groups, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. What the fuck did you think was going to happen in them? They're not going to go fucking well, uh, solve who killed JFK. Well, they can't get involved in a $180 million hedge fund boat explosion apparently so I don't know what could happen it could be anything yeah but they couldn't do that in the second movie because then what would they have done in the third <laughs> back to <laughs> with these movies <laughs> I would have liked to see you try uh, let's also remember that the whole impetus for what happens in the second movie is Rebel Wilson's vagina 
Yeah, she's the cause for a lot of concern amongst many people. I don't know why. We've done a lot of Rebel Wilson on this show. Especially last, lately. Especially lately. I have I have probably a shocking statement to make. Rebel Wilson is not my LVP for either one of these movies. She's not? She's not. She's not. She's, she's not? She's on my huge list for this one. That's not appropriate, Chris. I didn't. <laughs> she's funny because she's fat. She uses that. it to her advantage. I didn't mean that. Don't you man. remember when you were fat? You used to use that to your advantage when you were making jokes. Oh no! Not wait. as bad as some other people. <laughs> Look hey, at Rip. you, Will Sasso. Hey, Samantha. <laughs> I was talking about Will Sasso. <laughs> Did you? Oh man! Don't edit Mullet. Um, <laughs> they'll find that funny <laughs> and they'll hate you even more. Um, no, he doesn't really hate me, does he? I don't think mm, I slept. I don't know. I really, uh, I don't think I slept last night because I kept thinking about that. I don't know. Uh, but it's just a ridiculous setup of they're performing not a good performance in front of the fucking president, and her fucking asshole rips open, and she's on doing like a fucking Cirque du Soleil routine, and there's her muff, and it's a national fucking travesty. This movie, both movies, have. Such a problem with exposition. It's maybe one of the most offensive things I've ever seen in my whole goddamn life. Yeah. In movies. Like. I think that they do a good job of like calling it out in the third one. No, they don't. The, if it's that bad, then you shouldn't have to call it out. That's lazy writing. That's like, oh man, there's a lot of exposition. What if we just have... If we just have Lupe or whatever her name is call it out, then it won't be bad. Which brings me to my next uh, major complaint about the second one is the worst written, incredibly offensive, stereotypical character maybe in modern comedy history. Yeah. Like, you're not, are you still crying? (laughs) Why are you still crying? I'm crying. (laughs) Stop. He deals with you. Um... (laughs) Um... And I wrote down immediately uh, five L's, five V's, and five P's as soon as her first line of like, you know, oh, this is, this, I don't even remember, and I don't even want to repeat. Something about kidnapping. The length of, like, the kidnapping jokes, and my family coming over on a boat, and oh, this, in some awful condition, being actually nice, because this is how my family grew up, and, like, somebody getting sold. It's like, why was that character necessary? How in the writing room do they settle on, you know what we need? A really stereo like what is offensively stereotypical Hispanic female added to this group that gets nothing else to do but except these little chime-ins every now and then. Well, they weren't diverse enough before. Oh, darn. They weren't diverse enough with the silent Asian and the gay black girl and the, the slutty Latino already. And then the fat British girl... She's Australian. She's not British. You are a Could fucking idiot. Oh, darn. Um, Look, let's... T- t- so tell, tell me what you like about this about Pitch Perfect 2 before we get into Pitch Perfect 3. Uh, I like uh, Keegan-Michael Peel. <laughs> His name is Keegan-Michael Key. Talk... All right. We're just going back and forth I'm here. I'm just really, really upset. I can't think. Uh, he's my MVP of the movie, by the way. I'm sorry, I got really upset, and I like just really flustered. Hang on one sec. Samantha putting a Vera Bradley blanket over her face to 
to stop crying over the the fact that she that Rich hates me. That my best friend and podfather, Rich Cambellucci, legitimately hates her. But like, does he? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just doing it as a gimmick. Of course he does. Of course he does <laughs> like you. No, that's not what you just said. I don't know. Uh, Key is my MVP of the movie. Is he your MVP of the movie? I love all of the scenes in the recording studio. I like all of the things he does. He's, he, I mean, he's just a fantastic improviser. And I can tell that what he does that is good, he just came up with. He didn't go with whatever's in the script. I also like his character. I, I don't like the scene after she's given him the first demo. Because it just blatantly lays out everywhere we're going in the movie. She's going to have to find her own original voice. She's going to go to the person that writes her own music. Like, it's just fucking awful. But I like all of his other scenes where, you know, he like, I'm rewarding her because she did something good. I and liked then later all the on, interaction with Dax. I like that. Like, that was great. He, he is I impossible like to kind of hold back. In my life, in this I'm kind of, Yeah, you absolutely are. He's impossible to kind of hold back in this situation. Yeah, I so, thought he so was really key, good. I, I do have a decent MVP list, um, just in terms of there are not a lot of there's there's I think seven bad performances in this movie, which we'll get to, but um, uh, just so many jokes fall flat. But it's not because of the performances. It's not because the jokes are bad. Yeah. Like Haley Steinfeld gets a lot of bad jokes and materials. She does such a good job. She does such job. a good job, like and trying it makes it with wholesome, them. kind of. Yeah. Like she does. She I does the she best that she could. Job. She's another one of my MVP I liked candidates. Her. I thought she was great in this. I thought Anna Kendrick was bored. Anna Kendrick does not want to be there. Anna Kendrick wants to be bored. anywhere else but in, she wants that in money. both movies. But she wants that money. Keep getting them checks. Anna Kendrick. I'm sorry, what what'd you say her name was? I have a burp stuck in my throat. Oh, do you? <coughs> That's I the weirdest feeling I've ever had in my whole life. Thanks. <laughs> How would you feel? Oh, I just like croaked. That'd be hilarious. You better keep going. I, I would. Or it's just I'm going to answer the phone to help you, son. Um, I could do it myself. And Tope would. <laughs> he wouldn't. Yes, he would. He's in New York. He ain't leaving his house. <laughs> he would help me. Virtually. Um, but, yeah, Anna Kendrick is... Man, I'd be stuck with Augie having to come in Absolutely. Uh, he's outside right now. Uh, Anna Kendrick is just so checked out and just done with it all. Yeah, she's just so bored in this. Um, so, so anyway, but I so... think she... I, I think that she still did a good job. She didn't. Oh, compared to some others, I still think that she had. Uh, she's she's on my LVP list. Oh, I, I mean, she's not my LVP. I don't think she's on that that list. Yeah. But um, then I think that. So you like Key? I asked you this whole yeah, story on yeah, what yeah. you liked. Yeah, I liked yeah. Key. I liked. Um, I liked Dust Machine. Dust Machine is great. They're great. I like. Um, and the the, the riff off is. Probably I, thought, I liked that the, riff off. I don't like the setup. David Cross is a prostitute. I don't like David Pro- Cross, and I don't think that he was n- necessary, needed. I thought his character was... It's an odd setup. I hate the Packers terrible. shit. Clay Matthews is on my LVP list as well. He's not my LVP. But um, I just... But, I mean, but, I like... But the songs and the competition are yeah, good. Yeah, I it's said... It's good seeing Rudy Mendoza get work. Oh, sorry, that was John Hodgman. Um, I thought that the songs and the performances were really 
good in yes. in the majority of this movie. I really yes. did like them. Um, Muse is a great choice uh, for uh, Dostal Machine's performance. And also, they, um, I don't know the actress's name, the main beastly woman, uh, but Flula Borg, I love. I love Flula. Flula is great. I see Egan, Flula on some other stuff. He's on like my some, short uh, MVP list. He was always great on At Midnight. He's a really yeah, good YouTube comedian. A, yeah, uh, music comedian. Some other stuff is uh, good. Um, a, he does a lot of voice work now as well. Um, I think he's in like Trolls and shit. But, um... Oh, with Anna Kendrick. That's good. But... Um, her name is, uh, Birgit Horch Shorensen. I'm so glad her name was not on the back of the box. <laughs> That's three in three names. Dang. Um... Uh, but, yeah, she's great. I, I, um... So I liked those performances. I thought that they were so cool to watch. But I do have a question. Are they supposed to be a, another collegiate team? Are we no. still on, like, the collegiate level? Or we're just, like, know. on, like... Anybody oh, level. Here, speaking of college, uh, man, am I transferring out of uh, Bard University when the acapella group performs at my orientation? Also, man, the Treblemakers just suck. They just lose every year to the Bardens now? That's a bunch of horse shit. Well, because, I mean... I mean, they are just a bunch of fucking nerds doing magic in Skylar Aston now. Um, they don't have the cool Indian dude rapping. I mean, he, was, he, he made that. He had that bass line. None of them were there. Skylar Aston was the only one left. But that's just such a cucky thing is like, yep, yep, the troublemakers just lose every year. It's they're the cucky, first one out in the riff off. Right, especially because they're like supposed to be like the team. They would always win. So yeah, that... At least they at least say like, hey, remember that like that like, hey, we got you two years ago. Right. Like they win one, the right. Bardens win two. Like right, that's right. fine. Right. But we could I mean, trade back and I, forth. I do remember us talking in the first movie how they had stronger performances than the Bellas. Every time they're a yeah. better. The Bardens are never the best team. A they never group. are. They have they the most heart. They never are. They have the most heart because they have to because they're women. Um, I'm pretty sure John Michael Higgins said a lot worse, so it's fine. Uh, the retreat stuff stuff's a big old skip for me. Yeah. It's just forced in. Well, just the, like just like the, the whole sexually confused Becca was weird and unnecessary. I didn't think it did anything to add all. to it. Nope. Um, so I didn't think that just that like the Benji was and Emily stuff. It's like sure. Well, especially because in the third movie they're like, we ain't hiring any of these guys because they are too busy doing other better things. Um, the guy who plays Benji uh, is ben, Dear Evan Hansen. It's a, yeah, it's but he ben was Platt. in the Book of Mormon and he took a break from the Book of Mormon to film this movie, which yeah, but he ain't taking a break to, from Dear Evan Hansen know, to do this or shit. Ben Platt, you go, Ben Platt. You, He's also on my MVP list. It. He's really good. He's just so wholesome and good. Yeah. Um, I liked. Um, but they also don't follow up on like like the individuality of some of the other minor characters, right. like um, Esther Dean and. I think Esther Dean does such uh, a great job. She's okay, but she does a good job with the character. I don't think with she's a great character. actress. Um, she's not really an actress. She's a singer. A singer. Yeah, no, she writes like she writes she like writes, all these big pop hits and stuff. She wrote the song at the end of this movie, I think. Flashlight. This movie or the, no, not Flashlight. She, Jesse J. I was like, she did not write Freedom Ninety. That was George fucking no, Michael. No, no, <laughs> of the next movie, of the third one. Not the movie. No, not the song at the end. Yeah, there's a song at the end in the credits. Oh, okay. I was gonna say because the song they sing at the end is Freedom. Yes, I'm aware. No, in this movie, the song that plays during the credits. Yes. Uh, what's the name of the the quiet? Asian girl. Lily. Lily. Like, like. Slash Esther. 
we find out in the third movie. Uh, Lily. We're so close. Lily. I don't want to get there. Um, Lily's great. And then, uh, whatever the name of the... Stacy. Stacy, like, they don't and get... And then Jessica and Ashley. Anything, whatever. I, uh, I did like how they kept that as a through line. Mm, sure. In, in all the movies. I thought that was cute. That was funny. Um, I liked... Uh, the bad performance scene is also just bad. It's just, like, laying it on. Yeah. With, like... I like Joe Latriglio in the movie. I mean, I always love Joe Latriglio. I always love Joe Latriglio. Um, I uh, I thought that the movie was fun. We're skirting like, around what was definitively like the, the worst part of the movie. I did like the retreat montage. I thought that that was lots of fun. I have you ever done anything like that where Fuck you've gone no. like camping? I don't want to do regular camping. I don't want to go on like things. retreat camping. Why not? I think that'd be really no. cool. No, that sounds You're like an awful a idea. Bougie. I don't need to get better at anything that I do. So <laughs> that's an opinion. Um, That's a wrong opinion, but... Other things I don't like... Um, uh, you? I talked about uh, later on how um, how it gets a little... Well, like, the John Michael Higgins and Elizabeth Banks are fairly offensive, despite them having some good women throughout. It gets really bad at the world competition, because they're just... Super offensive. Just saying all these things that are just not funny and also appropriate anymore. Yeah. Like, it, it gets rough city. It does. But really, the worst part of this movie is the fat Amy and Bumper, Boomer, Bumper, whatever bumper. his name is. It's Bumper. Storyline. It's, it's so story bad. It's so bad. So It's so bad. So let's settle real it quick. It was not so, good. Keegan-Michael Key, are we naming him the MVP of the movie, or is it Haley Steinfeld? I'm fine with either one. I have John Michael Higgins written down. I have Ben Platt written down. Does I also have Flula Borg written down. But I think those two... Emily, uh, Emily, uh, Haley Stanfield is, of course, more important to the crux of the movie. I think she gets, the problem I have with giving it to her, again, we talked about earlier, not a detriment to her, she gets a lot of bad material to deal with. Right. She performs she it as well to, as she can. She has to work a, a yeah. opposite Whereas Katie Siegel Key a lot is only in four scenes, I think, minor but scenes. But he does such a good job. But I he can't goes four for any, four. I can't imagine anybody else being in that role. Well, in just ten seconds, thirty seconds, the other music producer in Pitch Perfect 3 just shows you how much you're missing out on Keegan-Michael Key when in Pitch Perfect 3. So if you want to talk about value, he is valuable in that we could have had whoever that lady was in Pitch Perfect 2. Um, oh, I thought you were talking about DJ Khaled for a second. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not ready for that yet. No. Stop it. No. We're not there yet. Yeah, so Key is going to be the... Uh... So we're going Key... So Keegan-Michael Key's the MVP. So my LVP list is lengthy. So I already mentioned I had Anna Kendrick. Already, I, I, I don't think she's the She's LVP. not. I had Rebel Wilson written down. I don't know why, like, in the first movie, she isn't that bad of a singer. But, for like, from Pitch Perfect 2 until, like, this present moment, of course, with Cats as well from two weeks ago, uh, and from tomorrow when we're recording this, we're watching it again with our friends, um, is, like... I'm not doing They that. play up, like her being bad but she's not supposed to be bad <laughs> like it, it just drives me crazy but i don't have her though because other people i think are worse i wrote david cross down it's only one scene i know but he's so he's bad. so obnoxious so annoying it just takes uh, away from a I lot i wrote of clay it. matthews down because why not also wrote down britney snow because her character just bothers me as the movies go on and on the first one it's the most I've wait a second what? i thought didn't we have an argument about this when I said that she bothered me in the first movie, 
And you were like, oh, no, she's good, she's good. And then we made the LVP Christopher Mintz Plass instead of Britney Snow. No, but then we made her the LVP of Hairspray, so it was fine. <laughs> I realized that. Maybe it was the same. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not, like, a huge fan of hers. I just think that... You made the most, it seem... No, no, the most passable she's been to me was in Pitch Perfect. But in this movie and in Pitch Perfect 3, she's very bad. The LVP of the movie is Adam Devine, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, he is, and there's, there's going to be some bias with me on that. Look, I've never been an Adam Devine fan. What? I hated workaholics. Multiple people said, you got to give it another chance. I gave it about four or five chances. And I was like, just not for me, man. I don't like his like. Not my tempo. I don't like, he is, yeah, he's not my fucking tempo. Um, and he probably fucks his father. Uh, I don't like his bro Jack Black thing. Just from the moment yeah, he shows up, he's as a, like a discount Jack Black. Yeah. I think that's the best he's, way to ever describe. He's Jack him. Gray. Yes. Just from the moment he's like on campus as like a security guard, and it's like really him and Rebel Wilson have no chemistry and have no way of making it... But isn't it funny that they've been in multiple things where they star opposite each other? Interesting. As... Like, the scene where, like, he preps this, like, fancy dinner and he's like, I want us to go to build a bear and build that was, bears. And, that was mm. awful. And if you ever did something like that, I would laugh in your face and then push you in the river. Because the you can't swim and I would hope that you would and drown the and die. Benatar singing on the boat. Oh, you didn't like that? Bit. And then the fucking voice credit scene. Is also just so bad. Did you it's like, forget that that was there? You mean like until right now or like when we were watching when it? When we were watching it. Uh, I did, yes. And I was like, oh, God damn it. Here we go. It just, he's, he actively drops the movie's quality down so much. The, the fact that he can pry it away from such a big list, like the whoever plays Flo, that actress, like... How do you beat her out on that part? I know, but to be fair to her, I think a lot of that was more writing it, than than her is. performance of it. So that you can't, she, I think, did the best I'm that still she get, could. I'm, I'm giving it 60-40, and here's why. As an actor, I would think... I'm not saying, like, me, but I'm just saying, like... Oh, okay. Like, I was going to say, no, no, if no, you no. were talking about you specifically, I'd be like, so show me your IMDb Oh, page. that dude, Chris Mullen over here. Hey, I was a pizza guy in paperback. Thank you very much. I have an IMDb page. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, with no picture. Uh, I'll fix that. If I were in that role... This girl's been in... I would find a way to give it some kind of nuance or something that I could be proud of or own it. All right. And she does it. She just does, like... She might as well have a fucking sombrero. She's and fucking Princess Valentina in Elena of Avalor, so you shut the fuck up. I have no you idea shut what you your just mouth. Said. She's on. She no. might as well have a sombrero and a burrito in her hand the whole fucking time. She doesn't do anything to try and make it better at all. But it's Adam Devine. The 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 bumper and Amy stuff is just insufferable. It was the worst part of the first movie, and there's more of it in this. And then here's the here's even the worst part is we start to go into Pitch Perfect three. They spend so much time on it in Pitch Perfect 2. Nowhere to be seen except they throw away line that they broke up in Pitch Perfect 3. She I didn't like that. All I, this yeah. time. We're going to get there. We're going to get there right now. And I now. really wish that there was more of the Troublemakers in Pitch Perfect 2. And I wish there was more of like the 
Becca Jesse relationship because you spend so much time in Pitch Perfect One getting setting it up, and then also like this time skip. So much this time skip to the end, like three years. Well, time skip. And guess guess what? Here's here's the crazy thing about it as well. When we were together for four years, that's not getting us. Um. My pro- I should have broken up with you. <laughs> My problem is... I'm going to break up with you right now. Well, it's not breaking up. It's divorce. You have to file papers. It's like a legal thing. It's more difficult. Um, I've looked it up. Uh, <laughs> the problem is, like... One Get thing, the fuck out of my house. One thing I can give Pitch Perfect 2 credit for is they don't go to the well of, like, the couples fighting and, like, having to reconcile. They do it with Fat Amy and Bumper, I guess. That's why they don't do it with oh, Jesse yeah. and um, Jesse and Becca. But then there's nothing to go off of or base it on on Pitch Perfect 3 when, like, oh, long distance didn't work out and he got a girlfriend. And it's like, that fucking sucks for the fans of this series and this these characters. It, it's just a throwaway line of, oh, well, whatever. We couldn't get Skylar Aston, so they broke up. It, why, why couldn't it have been? It's not like she got with the record producer later on. They actively make it a point that they're not together. She's his boss now, and there's... They're awkward, but there's no, like, connection, like, emotionally or any chemistry with them whatsoever. So, why could you say, oh, he's off, um, he's, he got a gig as a band musician for Imagine Dragons. I don't fucking know. And then, that's it. That's not his tempo, though. I don't give a fuck. Like, give it something, at least, to where, like, if you're not gonna have her be something else, like, just do something. Oh, he'd be so proud of you. He died. I don't know. That'd fucking be better. Oh, he got hit by a fucking turnip truck. I wish you got hit by a turnip truck. Me too. Because now I'm going to have to talk about Pitch Perfect 3. Let's score Pitch Perfect 2. What is your score for Pitch Perfect 2? My throat legitimately hurts, and I haven't started talking about Pitch Perfect 3 yet. Well, I really... Maybe she had some water. <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I really did enjoy the songs in this, and the... And the performances. I really did like it. I do like the song Flashlight. I think it's a really nice song. I listened it's to it. Fine. No, I, I listened to it. I think it's a good song. Um, solid song. Ain't no cups. It is not cups, but it's also the first original in this series. Everything else has been covers and I've heard before. I really liked like Dasa Machine. I think really saved it. Their performances of um, Muse and then the Panic and the Disco song at the end. Um I, I just really liked them. I liked some of the acting, the dynamic with that, the scenes with Bumper and Amy brought it down. I counter everything you say with my score, which is a four. What is your fucking score? Oh my God, a four. <laughs> yes, it's a four. Jeez Louise, I gave the first one a nine. I really liked I thought, the first I one. I misheard you and I was like, some more you got. <laughs> oh no. I gave the first one a nine. I did not like it that much. Um, I was going to give this movie a seven. What? Because I still liked it. I still laughed. I still liked it. I liked the. We didn't even talk about like Katie Siegel at all. Pointless. Just I, out of place. I think they spent too much time on her, but I. And that was, that was two scenes. It still felt like too much time, though. No, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying it was two scenes. Yeah, but she... I don't know. I just... I enjoyed it. Oh, shout out to Snoop Dogg as well. Snoop Snoop Dogg. Okay. Snoop Dogg's the greatest. Right, and like, 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 I loved all the record producer scenes. I loved all those scenes in that office environment. I, especially the Snoop Dogg scene, I just really... Like, that brought up for me. Like, when I think of those, I laugh instantly. Um, so I liked it. So I'm going to give it a seven. So you can suck a dick. Well, the score is what? A, a five, five and, and a half. half. Yes. 
Pitch Perfect 3. If you've listened to this show for any period of time, you know that I can sometimes deal in hyperbole and be passionate. Your life is and hyperbole. Exag- and exaggerations and whatnot. I want you all to listen to me, and I want you to understand the tone of my voice right now and know that I mean from the bottom of my heart, this was, I think I've decided, the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. You're so wrong. You're completely wrong. We watched Cats two episodes ago. And I'd watch it 22 more times in a row without bathroom breaks, and my eyes clockwork orange to open, then have to sit through this ever Again. You're completely wrong. I did not. not the worst movie. I counted. And you know what? It was easy to. I didn't laugh. One time. Once. I laughed a couple times. Did I laugh? Did I? But you can confirm. I'm not fucking I don't pay attention to you. I didn't laugh once. What did I do during and this movie? And you laughed during a horse story, which we've said before. Well, yeah. Because. We've ever seen. We you is. laughed also during a food fight. Which is the worst movie we've ever seen. You so, laughed during Pocket Ninjas, which is one of the worst movies yeah. we've ever seen. You liked The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. The difference. Which is the worst movie we've Here's ever seen. Here's the difference. Seen. All those movies, I, the goal wasn't to make me laugh. I was laughing because, oh my god, that's so crazy and bad and stupid. The point of this movie is to make me laugh. It failed. Fail is not a strong enough I think that you're, word. I think that you're... I got up and left at one so point. So far up your own ass. I'm not. I, I'm not you even trying so to be. So far up your. I'm not. Yeah, even you're not trying. trying. To be. You're just up I'm your not. ass. You just live. I'm not. Inside of your ass. You just buried yourself up inside your asshole, and you just I, live. I, there. I want you. I want and that's you. That's where you live. I want you to fucking come down to reality with me, please, and tell me that I you're not you being serious. I thought you were going to say something else. I was like, that's not the time or place. This we're is a come to Jesus recording meeting. the podcast. I don't. Give a fuck. Don't finish that sentence. <laughs> Don't finish that sentence. <laughs> you cannot tell me that you enjoyed this. Look, my very first note is what the fuck is happening here? And then one of my That's, last... Here's your first note on everything. Do you not listen and pay attention to the movies you watch? Every movie. What is happening here? It's like, the movie just started. I don't know what's happening either. It opened with the boat explosion. We weren't supposed to know what was happening. So don't criticize my notes. I'm just, I'm just saying that you have a lot of those notes a lot of times. That you just, oh, you'll never know what's happening. Maybe stop watching and buying terrible movies. Well, I bought this because of you, so this is your fault. Um... Things I did during this movie, you never let me finish because you just started flapping your giant teeth. Um, that doesn't even make sense. That's not the correct phrase. If you're going to insult me, at least do it me. correctly. I got up and left at one point. I, I hope I break your phone. I literally stood up and I went in the other room. I don't remember what part it was on. Oh, yes, I do. I do. Um, I'm so upset that there wasn't a Jesse in this. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Do not. I've been no. waiting two days for this. Do not interrupt me. Thank you. This was a uh, this was Wednesday. I thought you were gonna say it was fine. <laughs> I was like, no, go ahead. <laughs> uh, it was we watched yes. this like at nine thirty, ten o'clock at night, uh, way past my window to eat. There was no way I was gonna make it through this entire movie. Well, can you give me some pretzels? Without getting a snack, I got no. 
I got it. No, because I start munching on fucking pretzels. The noise. You know how loud you eat pretzels? It's better than listening to you flap your gums. I had to go get up and eat. Or lips. Like, which are the correct ways to say that phrase. I said it because it was a, it was a turn of a phrase and it was funny to me. It's not a turn of a phrase. For me, I turned the turn of the phrase. That doesn't make any sense. I had half a bag of fudge brownie M&M's. Yeah, I can tell. I, I fell to the floor at one point. This movie physically Too bad you made, didn't, I didn't checked, stay there. I checked how long had passed in the movie. It was 10 minutes. No, it was 11. I was like, how? And the next time I checked, it was 33. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. This was the longest, like, 89-minute movie of my entire life. It just had no value to it whatsoever. So the movie does start totally abruptly. There, we're just in the oh, middle. so my note of what the fuck is happening here was appropriate. Well, no, it's very obvious. The butler's just singing on a boat, and then the boat blows up. It's very obvious what's happening. But then... Uh, How did what, we get here? What, what, is, what, is well, you have to watch then. the movie. Cool. Like, I hate this you, premise, but I loved the songs and performances. See, I... I think that's yeah. typical of uh, these movies. Um, that the premise needs a little work, but the songs are, are well thought out. No, the, the songs in this and, are, uh, are, have no the, redeeming okay, quality. So Couldn't name you besides Toxic, a song you, they sing in the whole movie. Do you, and Freedom. You know how... You know how people say, oh, you remind me of like this celebrity in this movie. And like people always say like... That I remind them of, like, Anne Hathaway and the Princess Diaries. I'm like, yeah, before the makeover, because that's more appropriate. Right? You're this Theo guy when he's, like, the asshole. And I did not like him what from the Theo beginning. Guy? The The guy who works for her, the end, the guy who works for DJ Khaled. Oh, that guy? See, The biggest douchebag. Couldn't tell you who the fuck he one was. One of the main characters in this. Biggest no, he's not. He's a guy. He's not a main character in this movie. Biggest they make sure to make it a point that no man in this movie is important. Except DJ Khaled. Biggest douchebag. Um, How did you do that? Reminded me of you. How? I said, why? Because I can. Um, so he reminded me of you. So when people say, oh, what celebrity is Chris like? I'm like that asshole Theo douchebag character from Pitch Perfect 3. So quite. you're always going to be associated with this movie. I'm going to make sure of it. Great, so funny. Can't wait for those conversations. Uh, as soon as the boat explodes, I'm like, yeah, that'll make this movie better. Action subplot. And then it, it just, as soon as it starts, I'm, my head is shaking. I'm so angry just reading my notes and knowing everything I have to talk about. Um, I'm sweating. Uh, so they're following them, making a documentary great. All their lives suck. Fat Amy Winehouse and Mexican Jewish Bar. And... Uh, I say Mexican Jews bar. <laughs> you did, and I'm so Everyone offended. Everyone come get a Jew. Um, I'm so offended, and that was a terrible impression. What were you trying? And then, just when I think it's bad enough, the pimplo scene. The what? The pimplo scene. The what scene? Pimplo. The what? Pimplo. The, say you know, again? Pimplo. I'm sorry? You heard me, goddammit. She works for an artist called Pimplo, and here is... This ragamuffin, white, Enzo Amore, little dicky, fucking Takeshi, 6'9", looking motherfucker. And this awful, heavyset, female record producer character. And talks about periods being Shark Week, and the song, and the dancing. I honestly believe that that pimplo scene 
is the worst scene we've watched in this movie's in this podcast history. It's a pretty bad scene. It is so goddamn bad. I immediately wrote Pimplo in capital letters on my LVP section of my oh, notepad. That is Moises Arias. Well, it's not going to be him, so don't worry he, about he it. He was in... There's somehow somebody that beat Pimplo. He, he's a Disney Channel star. Good for him. He should have stayed there. And then just when everything's bad, then every boyfriend is gone. Great. Exposition City, which they call out later. Uh, they when did. they first get the USO tour, I think Flo's one is like, wow, that seems like a really odd way to deliver such exposition. And then I had to look up who wrote this fucking movie. And then I was heartbroken. Do you know who I one know, of the writers of the movie I, was? I do. Mike White wrote, Mike White wrote, wrote this, this movie. Mike White wrote this movie. I'm so a great writer and an even better Survivor player. Well, uh, now he's a better... Amazing race. Now he's a better Survivor player than he is a writer. Amazing race. Uh, amazing race, Chris. He was also on The Amazing Race. Good for him. I know him from Survivor. Uh... Every you watched his season of Amazing Race. No, Rose. I did not. With his dad? No, I did not watch it. Well, you missed out. And then they go to the Barden performance, and oh, they weren't invited, and then it's just awkward, and they're like all like thinking about their lives and these little flashbacks, and then the bar scene lays out. Everything is so bad. Nothing is funny. And then let's break down the semantics of the plot, right? So the boat scene starts, the movie, and this is three weeks earlier, right? In three weeks' time, all the Bellas have quit their jobs or everything has hit the fucking shitter so quickly that they get signed immediately to a international USO tour from one military man's recommendation. He was pretty high up in the military. Don't you pay attention to the plot of the other movies? No. Well, apparently not. It made sense in that universe because it was something that was discussed. And then they just so happened to get on this tour where whoever, whoever, it's another competition. Oh, how hippie to be do. They have to compete against all these other uh, names. Hey. Who? Hey. Yes. Hey. Yes. If you, if you ever acquired talent and you were in a band please don't ever name your band something like ever moist how about dj dragon nuts when the best I'm band fine. name in the movie is saddle up i'm fine with either dj dragon nuts saddle up that's great every time they said ever moist ever moist doesn't matter who said ever moist mm-hmm. even beautiful ruby rose saying we're ever moist it made my butthole, like, clench up. It was so uncomfortable. It's just bad and lazy. And hey. <laughs> don't get that close to me. <laughs> no, me fuck off. No. no, I refuse to be that close to you in general. Especially if you're going to say ever moist to me. I remember exactly when I got up and left. Hey. It was when, um. We're ever moist. Uh-huh. Like, it's terrible. It was when. Hey, can I get one of those ever moist t-shirts? Hey, two concert sure. tickets to Evermore. Oh, this has come on it. <laughs> yeah, you definitely asked for. Um, it was when they're playing and Rebel Wilson's just doing her funny riffing to the the two military guys. She goes, "Oh, I can't wait until they're they're uh, fifty years from now when they're never moist." Am I right? And the guys like, "Ugh!" I literally had to get up and leave the room because I was like, "Why? Why? Why did she make that joke before you?" And I, I just noticed my notes that stop saying ever moist or never moist. I just saw it in the middle of the page. Um, and then they, and do, they do a riff scene, and the riff scene's not even good. 
all the jokes are about that they're playing instruments, and that's how you do it. Like, you know you've run out of ideas when the whole basis of your acapella musical series is now they're competing against people with instruments. And the jokes are, that's not fair, they have instruments! Fuck off! You know especially why? Because what happens in the movie? They perform with a goddamn band! In the performance, they make a big deal out of Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick! I like Pitch Perfect with Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick is the only one opening for DJ Khaled, gonna be a star on her own. She invites all these bitches up to perform as a group again, showing no individuality whatsoever with a full band with instruments and music. So the lesson, the moral of all three movies is don't do what you're good at and loved because you're just gonna do whatever makes money anyway. Which kind of makes sense for Pitch Perfect 3. But isn't that the story of your life? You don't make any goddamn sense ever. Yes, um, I do. Their first performance happens, and it seems like the crowd's enjoying it, and then Taps plays for no reason, and the scene is over. They went over their time. Oh, that's what it was. Man, they made that clear. I have a question. Why were um, the commentators, why were they such haters like even from the beginning when they said they were making the documentary they were so like vicious towards the Bellas I I know that there was always like some animosity they always had jokes whatever but it was like these girls suck lots of dicks like they were really aggressively negative towards the Bellas and I thought that they were on their side more so than I mean that was a little weird for me to see I'm so past the point with both of them and um, all of it. It's well. I mean, that's fine. We. I, My favorite um, part of the movie is when they're trying to get to DJ Khaled's party, and Brittany Snow pushes Andrew Kendrick's breast together. I hate that I have to say that in the year twenty twenty. As a man, I feel awful saying that my favorite part of a movie is somebody's breast getting pushed together. But in this movie... I mean, this kind of movie. In this movie... A movie that you sat on the couch and watched next to me. In this movie, I have no problem saying... That's what you mean? It was my favorite part of the movie. Uh And the only time that I was minorly happy. And then, the the following 15 minutes... That boner also said it. The following 15 minutes where there were bees... (laughs) And... Bees? And blatant beats advertising. And John Lithgow just slumming it up. Singing awfully... And this unnecessary B Man, plot. He was definitely on my LVP list. He's like very he's close not, to LVP. He's he not was so good. bad. He's that bad. That accent he was doing, and he's bad. He's just bad. And he and Rebel Wilson have no chemistry. No, the whole like it's bad. The, like it's such an unnecessary. They're like, how can we spice this up? Well, let's have an explosion. Let's have action. Let's have Rebel Wilson become Steven fucking Seagal in Under Siege. Apparently, yeah, that was really weird. With, when did she take those classes? With five to ten, and you know they, they didn't even explain it. They, like, which how is there not like a Rebel Wilson? Like, oh, you know, I've taken seven years of judo. You guys didn't know. Like, no, it's just she can whip all these guys' asses like nobody's fucking business I can whip your as an ass. action star out of nowhere. Don't interrupt me. The only other part of the movie that I thought was going to be okay was uh, when Lily is uh, Lily and DJ Dragon Nuts are flirting with one another, and at one point she uh, unwraps a starburst in her mouth, 
which is a joke that they made many times. And then the guy takes the Starburst wrapper and puts it in his mouth and, like, like sucks on it. Like, I'm like, had he put the Starburst wrapper in his mouth and taken a, a wrapped Starburst back out of his mouth? Boom. Movie gets a 10. That's a funny bit. I'm stealing that idea. That's just funny. Oh, so you're gonna... So you're gonna... No, they didn't do that. Oh, so this movie oh. continues to be the worst I've ever fucking seen. Um, I want to reiterate, all this is happening in three weeks. There's a bad C-plot with Britney... Uh, almost said Britney Spears, who would have been a better actress than Britney Snow. And this guy who's called Chicago. Some of the worst written and worst performed, like, awkward flirting... Verbal stumble scenes ever. A D plot. That's how you are when you flirt. A D plot of. I'm flirt with you in 13 years. I'm aware. I still remember. A D plot of Stacy, who apparently was just legitimately pregnant and couldn't do the movie, being pregnant and named. I think. I think that was a loss. I think that was a loss. Whatever. The whole like DJ Khaled's room gets messed up is awful. Uh, and then, oh, the, the, the Rebel Wilson's dad is a bad guy and just wants the money, and... Oh, my, the worst part, I think, of the fight scenes, I meant to say this when you were talking about the fighting scenes, was the nipple cripple. Oh, right, and there was a nipple cripple! I cannot wait. And then... <coughs> nipple cripple! Oh, you stab me with your pen. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Are you I was trying to keep dumb? you dumb? Trying to give you a nipple cripple. <laughs> Good. That really hurt. Yeah. Oh. You freakazoid, what are you doing? My defenses are up. I'm always Why ready. is your chair so loud? Oh, it's trying to be louder than me on this. Um, the song Anna Kendrick makes isn't even good. It's just a bunch of ooze. <laughs> it's just ooze. Uh, okay. Have you ever heard a DJ Khaled song, though? Nipple! Ow. Sit back in your chair. You're not going to do this. Stop. Because what I have to say is very important. I want DJ Khaled to get leukemia. <laughs> you can't. Put the pen down. No. Stop. Ow. Stop. Because you're going to get hurt. Don't fuck with my nipples. <laughs> we, as a society, have earned this pandemic because we have allowed I know. DJ Khaled. I was like... Who the fuck allowed DJ Khaled to act? Who he is. I am officially on this podcast announcing at 11... Oh, I thought it was 11, 11. No. I was going to... At 11.01 p.m. May 1st, 2020, my plan, officially, this is on the record, for everyone to hear, to assassinate DJ Khaled. I am going to find a way to do it for the world and myself. And... Get away with it. So when DJ Not Khaled, now. So when DJ Don't Ka- publish when it. When DJ Khaled dies. Bleep this out. Either by a bomb or a gunshot or him just eating his fat ass to death. Not on hot wings because he could only eat three of them before he quit on hot ones. True fucking story. He quit after three wings on hot Man. wings. Man. What a... He didn't even get to the dab. He didn't even get to... He didn't even get to the... He got to like 5,000 5, Scoville. Uh, My mother could get to wing four. She'd bitch about it the whole time, but at least she'd be like, oh, well, I guess it's funny. I don't know. And Sean Evans just rakes him over the coals all the time. He's, he's like, for somebody who makes it a win, he goes, I'm making it a win because I'm choosing not to do it. And he's like, all right. So Sean Evans just eats all of his wings and just has a shitty conversation with DJ Khaled. He somehow manages to be worse as an actor than he is as a goddamn producer and musician. Nobody, I think, ever has bothered me more than DJ Khaled. Honestly. 
He's the, he's the LVP of the movie. Nipple cripple. If you try it one more time. You're the LVP. DJ Khaled's the LVP of the movie. No. Who are you saying the LVP of the movie? John Lithgow. It's, it's DJ Khaled. No. John Lithgow could have pulled his pants down, pulled his butt apart. You didn't see that scene? And could have fooled me. And done a Dairy Queen swirl style shit in the middle of a scene. Lapped it up. Why do you have to be like so disgusting? And then uh, risen to his feet and with shit coating his mouth and teeth have started to like read Mein Kampf. And I would still say that DJ Khaled is the LVP of the movie. Just from his shitty looking down on his phone, not paying attention. Whatever horse shit lines he said in the scene where they're offering Beck of the job. He's trying to be, like, so fucking intense. And then here's the worst part. You know what he was actually worse in? Just being DJ Khaled in front of an audience later. He didn't even say, DJ Khaled! He did. I think at one point he does, like, an, the another one thing. No, that was on, uh, that was on SNL. I don't know. He didn't. Like, he thinking. even say, another one, another one. There's too much DJ Khaled in your life, bro. I just slapped myself in the face as hard as I could. Could I do it? Because that's what DJ Khaled does to me. No, I won't give you the satisfaction. Oh, but please. No. Can you slap yourself again then? Yes. No, harder. No, that's my my right cheek really hurts. Come here. (laughs) No, No, I don't trust you. You're going to either kiss me. I'm going to kiss you. You're going to slap me or you're going to nipple cripple me. I'm going to kiss you. You're going to nipple cripple me. I don't trust you. I will not nipple cripple you. I have to write DJ Khaled on this one. I will not. Let me kiss your face. I'm so nice to you. Let me go. Let me go. Careful, careful. Uh, there's no way that John Lithgow is worse than DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled is a fucking polyp on the fucking lungs of life. So I'm writing him down. I'm I'm making the the executive decision to trump whatever the fuck you could say here. Man, and I can't believe DJ Khaled. We're gonna do more movies with DJ Khaled. Oh, he's gonna be the LVP of all of them, probably. No, no, we've seen one with him in it, and I don't think he's the LVP. Spies in disguise. Yeah, I don't think he was that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I remember being like, man, that's DJ Khaled. He fucking sucks. And just reading in a room by himself on a microphone. He's literally doing what his profession is: talking into a microphone, and he fucking sucks at it. (laughs) Isn't Uh, that what your profession is? I'm better than DJ Khaled. Uh, I already mentioned how a series about acapella ends with them singing to a band as a group when she's supposed to be on her own. Um, Uh, I I, hate how convenient and wrapped up, like... I was like, oh, yes, the Bella Roundtable exposition and to move the story along instead of the character's next step so we don't have to see it. Somehow in the past three weeks, uh, my my fruit stand business has jumped off. I'm going to become an Air Force pilot. I'm going to become, like, a baby mediator. I'm going to go to back to school. I'm going to... I don't even remember what every stupid fucking thing Well, happened. we never found out what Jessica and Ashley are going to be doing, and I'm really, like, torn up about that. What I, this is my verbatim note. What a convenient end. Everyone's happy and getting what they want and fucking stab me in the asshole. Okay. Is what I wrote. Bend over. I, I thought that the ending was cute. No. It was sweet no. and on. I like the behind the scenes. That was really cute. I like that. The credits were fine in that the they were just showing bloopers so and behind cute. the scenes of the three movies. Well, but you it, know, that was clever when they did it in jackass 3D. Uh, like, nothing about this is original or good or fun or worthwhile at all. I don't have an MVP. I, I mean, I thought that the I thought that there were some, some good things about this movie. Because 
my point from the from the previous movie, Pitch Perfect Two, was that the jokes were bad, but the performances tried their best. And this, I honestly don't feel that way. I feel like everyone is there dealing with the horseshit that they're dealt with, and they, and it shows. You could pull you could pull my arm on one person, but that's it. So I will really probably go within reason. To whatever you have for MVP. I think Jessica or Ashley should be MVP. They were consistent through the series. Who? Jessica or Ashley. Oh, no. It's a joke. I know. Um, I didn't mind Ruby Rose, but I can't make the lead singer of Evermoist the MVP. Please stop saying that. What, Evermoist? Yeah. Um, I mean, I really liked uh, Pimplo's performance. <laughs> I said within reason, bitch! Um, no, yeah, like... Not, I don't think any of the other performers would be MVP because they just didn't do enough. The only person I wrote down was John Michael Higgins. Because as bad as they bothered me in the movie... Yeah, I just didn't still... like... I I think that they've got great chemistry together, but I just didn't like... Nothing they said was funny. How, yeah, because I just think that they were too, yeah. trying too hard to be too aggressive and too mean, like... The things that I say to you on this podcast are really funny because they come from a place of truth. Mm-hmm. And people appreciate how mean I am to you because mm-hmm. they all wish that they could say it to your face. I forgot the other two things that the Bill has miraculously what? done. Uh, Lily's name is Esther and she can talk normal and ha 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 Yeah, because she was possessed. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then Haley Seinfeld just can't write anymore. I know, it's going to be so sad. Oh, that's the F plot. Is that even though she's supposed to take over the franchise as evident by Pitch Perfect Two? Nope, never mind. You're not a big enough star. Slap Anna Kendrick back in this thing. Yeah, but I I, I really like Haley Seinfeld. I think she did a better job in the second one. I think they pigeonholed her, pigeon held her in this one. Yeah. Um, I think she's a good actress. She's like, great. Outside of this, like I lo- I loved her in True uh, Grit. True Grit. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to watch Bumblebee. Yeah, I I think that she's great. I think she's got yeah. a lot of charisma. She's not the MVP of this movie. She's not the though. MVP, but. It's it's hard. Um, I don't I think you you tell me. Hang on, I'm looking through it here. Um, God, there there isn't anybody valuable in this. There's not. I mean, I think we gotta go with those bees. No, um, <laughs> bees. Bees. I wrote down John Michael Higgins. If you could, in a in a. Nightmare scenario, to say Ruby I, Rose, I'd give it no, to you. No, I don't think it's any of those other singers. If it's going to be somebody, it's going to be somebody from the Bellas. I don't... Th- th- I think it would be... Uh, the only the one who I think had... No, because I didn't like her ending. Who? Uh, Aubrey Camp. Anna Camp? Anna Camp. Yeah, no, she was bad. Yeah, her ending where she's like having a, a nervous breakdown, it feels like, but everything's going to be fine. I, I, I don't have to hold back my vomit anymore. Yeah, it's it was just weird. Um, it's not Anna Kendrick, because she's just as checked out. Oh, man. When Britney Snow's uh, the best you can. No, she's no. not. That flirting was bad. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Oh. And if it, in all honesty, if it wasn't for, like, the action star stuff, you could make a Rebel Wilson case. You could. I mean, her her jokes are just as bad as always. Yeah, but but she does she does she a does moves everything and along. And she does the smallest twinge of a decent job at like reacting to the bunny 
and like and being then, emotional like, about right. like her dad being and involved. And then like when she's like the high roller, she's like, oh yes, yes, of course, I'm the high roller. I can't believe you're about to do this. No, I don't think. Mm-mm. There's nobody else. Alexis Knapp. <laughs> I fucking I'm with it. <laughs> For her just being smart enough to get pregnant and not have to be in this. No, no, you can't. She didn't She's have really sweet any value. I'm telling you. We've done worse. No, we're not doing it. It's going to be M- Moses Arias. I will, I will piss on your phone. No, you won't. No, you will Come on. not. I'm, I'm cycling through. Hover, the what, are you, what are you, the fucking best boy in the gaffer now? New Bella. Is the title of... There's uh, not anybody. There's I, somebody. Skylar Aston or Ben Platt for not being in it? That's You cannot do that. It's not against the rules that you created. Um, I think that... If anything, it's an indictment that Rebel Wilson's the MVP of the movie. Huh. Mean, mean not writing her down as LVP would make her MVP. No, it's I do, not... I do like the, the potential of us naming two different men with three names, uh, both with the middle name of Michael as the MVP of an, of an all-female-led franchise. This yeah. goes to show how poorly they wrote these women That's and, true. and hoodwinked their fan base, which is your demographic, into going to see these movies and giving you nothing really to enjoy or show well, That's for. why there's not a Pitch Perfect 4. That's why Elizabeth Banks dropped out of directing this movie because she knew it was going to be bad. But she's still going to get that money by acting in it. I believe, if I'm remembering, Rotten Tomatoes for the first one was in the 80s. The second one was in the low 60s. This one was, I think, 30, which is a miracle that it's even that good. I think that's appropriate. Um, All right, so I think who we're going to make it is probably going to be Rebel Wilson. Not John Michael Higgins? Look, if you really want to, I did not like him at all in this movie. It was very, it was not endearing at all. It left a sour taste in my mouth, his scenes with Elizabeth Banks. I didn't like them in this movie. Normally, they're one of my favorite parts of the movie, Mm -hmm. but I didn't like them. I thought they were too mean. Okay. But you can make him him if you want. No, we'll go Rebel Wilson. I can't believe we just did that. Because it's an indictment. I can't believe we just did that. Of the movie. So now she's on the... MVP, LVP list. Yes. She's a multi-time LVP, but now she is on the MVP list as well. That's, that just goes to show you, folks. Pitch Perfect 3, when Rebel Wilson gives the best performance. Although she really should have been L- uh, MVP of Cats. Oh, fuck your nose. I'm not, I'm not going to respond to that. <laughs> Because it would be something really mean. Sorry, I'm, I'm in a I'm in a dark it. place right uh-huh. now. I've been talking about Pitch Perfect for an hour and twenty minutes. I'm okay. sorry. All I right. love you. Mm-hmm. By the way, no Bella song is going to be a beginning and end of this. The, the show's going to start with Da Sound Machine. And it's going to end with I don't even know what. I'll find something. Freedom. Else. Just regular George Michael's Freedom. Don't tempt me. I'm tempted. No, I'll probably have it be. Uh, See, I, I couldn't even tell you what fucking songs. I'll probably end it with Toxic. I'll fucking do it. We best believe we're starting with Dust Sound Machine. <sighs> Are we done? With the, it started with the Muse performance. I'm, that's exactly That's the one I liked. I like that a lot. Am I, am I done, please? Or is What's I, your score? Well, let me just make sure. I, if I'm going to do this, I did all my notes. Yeah, all my notes are, are gone. Mice, you want me to start? 
Well, look, this movie was confusing to me. It was definitely not as good premise-wise and performance-wise. The performances were a lot weaker. They didn't have as much going on. I didn't like... Like, if you're going to get rock groups to also participate in this, like, get legitimate groups. I think Saddle Up was a legitimate group. But, like, get legitimate legitimate performers to do it that i think would I didn't make think, it stronger i didn't think ever moist was bad i honestly don't think they were i just think that the name was so distracting that i was i wasn't really paying attention so i honestly don't know if they were good or bad or not they were bad okay we're good. so i think it would have been better if they got actual performers to do it like actual groups and stuff i think that would have been better What's your fucking no you go first oh you want me to go first yeah you score the last one first rewind to 30 minutes ago. This is the worst movie I think You're I've ever this a seen. One? I'm giving this a one. Really? 100%. Oh, man. Without question. I wrote it down when I got up and walked away. At that point, there was nothing I could have done. Nothing at all. And then it just proceeded to insult me with its obvious cash-grab nature of let's milk this teat just a little bit more to try to make a few more hundreds of millions of dollars without any type of artistic integrity whatsoever and going against the characters we've created and the nature of the film with awful jokes, shitty performances, and just a total lack of fucking awareness. A one. Those were some points that you made. I mean, look, I, this, I am the demographic... This movie was not necessarily my tempo, but uh, I still it still had some moments I, I enjoyed. I laughed. I liked the performances. I always like musicals. I love any time that you know music plays such a large role in it. I didn't think it was as bad as you thought it was, apparently, but it, I thought it was much worse than the other two that we saw. So I gave it a four and a half, which is a 2.75 overall, which I think is a fairer number. Way too high. For this movie than what you were going to give it. If only for the bees. There's a scene where bees are released and DJ Khaled's in, in all the hilarity and the hijinks and the physical comedy. Ah! But it's done. It's over with. Sixth part about this. This movie's been following me. What was on FX as soon as we turned this movie off and got ready for bed? Pitch the last perfect. ten minutes of Pitch, Pitch Perfect 3. Perfect. What was my uh, the name of my episode of Top Chef I started watching today? Because it's about restaurant wars. Pitch Perfect. Ah. But we will never see them or hear from them ever again on this podcast. Thank God. And also, thank God, our next Wrap It Up episode is something I've been dying to rewatch and I've been looking forward to so much. It is a movie, uh, one of my favorite movies I absolutely love. It is the sequel both in novel form and in movie form to it. Dr. Sleep. Oh, no, I didn't know that was the next one. Dr. Sleep is uh. next. So it's all been worth it because I get to rewatch Dr. Sleep. And also, the best part is, I'm going to rewatch the director's, for, the director's uh, cut as well after we watch the regular version. And then if I like it, you can watch that one too. I'm not watching that one too. Um, everyone says the director's cut is even better than the actual oh, one, which is cool. fantastic. So I'm beyond excited for that. We unfortunately have to get through two more weeks of probable shit. We gotta finish watching Stacked. We have to finish watching Stacked, but just for the podcast, next week is Chopping Mall. It's and then the week great. after that is the longest week. 
You which it this, may be. You thought this was the worst movie you've ever seen? You got Chopping Mall coming up. Who gave us that idea? Well, we saw... John Oliver? No, we, we saw Chopping Mall talk, talked about on uh, the movies that made us Dirty okay. Dancing. And we were like, Chopping Mall? And I bought it for you for Christmas. And you nominated it against Greatest Showman for some reason. I'm I was like, really oh, pick some Chopping Mall. I'm really excited to see Chopping Mall. You know who's Mall. in it? Uh, Paul, Paul Bartel and I don't remember the actress's name, but uh, the two characters from Eating Raul are in it. Can't which wait. You love. <laughs> I cannot wait to send this movie to my mom to watch. Let's watch it so I can send it in her Mother's Day package. Okay, we can watch it whenever. Right now. Yeah. For mullet. Plug, oh. Samantha. Oh my God, I'm exhausted after that. Maybe Thank you sleep. for listening. Maybe I should have. Sl- I should have slept during Pitch Perfect three. Maybe hey, don't take my mo. Only one of us can sleep. Otherwise, what are we going to talk about in this podcast? Um, so maybe that's what you need to do. You just need to watch Pitch Perfect and think about the repercussions that it's had on this world and society and on you specifically. And then maybe then you'll sleep. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you as always. I'm just no selling you. Uh, Thank you for listening to the show. As always, uh, wherever you get your podcast, rate, review, and subscribe. Patreon.com slash Audio for bonus content. Stack series uh, jumping off there. Podswoggle, uh, my sister podcast has been going on for 10 years, is wrapping up its stint in about six weeks' time, I think, at this point. We have a lot of uh, exclusive videos over there. So with your patronage to this, the whole network, you get all that. So a lot of funny videos over there. Arcadeaudio.net is our home base for those other podcasts as well. Facebook.com slash Married with Movies at Mary W. Movies on Twitter. Married with Movies at gmail.com. Please let me know what you think of the Us. Uh, no, just let me know because your opinions are bad as evidenced by you giving Pitch Perfect 3 a four and a half by saying it's just slightly below average. That's what that score means. It's slightly below average. You're slightly below average and look, I gave you 13 years of my life. Something to go based off of. You'd be lost without me. Uh, I think that we both know in this relationship, you'd be lost without me. As soon as we... How much money do we have in our bank account right now? Exactly. Right now? Mm-hmm. Well, after all the bills and stuff? I'm not going to say it on air. Come on. Come on. Finances, you know? Uh, speaking of money, as soon as one of us gets enough money, uh, we should like do an experiment where we live on our own for a month. You can get the fuck out at any point. You can leave... I'm live in the Addison. You couldn't afford the Addison. Yes, I could. No, you couldn't. Yes, I can. Okay, go. Please. Take all my money in my account. Okay. I get mine. Okay, get yours. Get your money. Mm-hmm. And you and your mom can go move into the Addison. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing off for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. I'm going to give you a nipple ah. Ow! Ah! Nipple cripple! Nipple cripple! I hate my life so much! Get away from me. Get away from me. Go away. Did I get you? Go away. I I like DJ Khaled more than you. Go away. Did I get you? Go away. Did I get you? And the show. I did. We already said our our goodbye. No, the recorder's still going! Stop recording! Baby, can't you see? I'm calling it.
guy like you should wear a warning It's dangerous. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.